Hey, I have just such a really fun episode for you today. And this is a dear friend of mine, also one of my longest standing mentors and coaches, Heather Quizzle. And if you don't know Heather, then you've probably been living under a rock, but she's been such a change agent in my life and so many others. And I really want you to tune into some of the things that she's saying here when she describes what her initial beliefs were about herself, right? What it requires to be a business owner. Granted, she comes from the education system. So she was a preschool teacher turned million dollar sales organizations, company coaching owner. So she's ran several successful businesses and continues to do so under her own brand by really stepping into her unique gifts. And she gives you really great tangible examples and action steps to do this so that you can also experience that as well. And there's some strategy talk, but it's talking about really equipping the mind and what that looks like. And so I really want you to key in into that. Additionally, she is a guest speaker for Magnetic Coach Live. And you guys, if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, you better head over there. This is going to be a two-day transformational event for coaches where we're just giving you and equipping you with the things you need to create a magnetic coaching brand to step into the expert in your niche and really expand your brand in your business. You have to be there. I mean, there's really no option for you. And Heather has agreed to come in and really pour into you guys. So get your tickets, magneticcoachlive.com. I'll include the link in the show notes and I can't wait to see you there. And I can't wait for you to experience this episode, you guys. It's going to be so good. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Oh my gosh, guys, welcome back to another episode of Launch It Girl. I am so excited to introduce my guest today, my dear friend and mentor, Heather Quizzle. Hey girl, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh, I, I am just so honored to have you here. Heather and I go a ways back and there is so much knowledge and wisdom that Heather has to offer us, but I'm going to try to keep us a little bit focused so you guys can walk away with some really key, tactical, tangible next steps because this woman is could give you all the things, but we'll keep our conversation focused. So Heather Quizzle is a business coach and she has built a couple multi-million dollar businesses here. Actually, what's funny is you live right around the corner for me, but you've impacted people all over the world, including myself, which I'll share my story a little bit into the interview. But Heather, why don't you tell us from your words to share with my listeners, your wisdom and your energy and tell us what you do. Oh my gosh. Kinsey, it's so fun to be here and just to be here in this space with you, doing business with you. I am a business coach for leaders, coaches, business owners, who are looking to maximize their reach using social media. When I started business, it's been over a decade now, 
I started in network marketing and I found very quickly that reaching out to people and trying to provide a sales pitch and like doing all, you know, the network marketing things was so against the grain of who I am. And, and what I, what I discovered along the way is I knew there had to be a way to get people coming to me. I knew there was a way that I could use social media that just made me real and approachable to my network, to followers, to people bruising by my profile. And I knew there was a way to do that. And once I cracked that code, everything changed for me, not only in network marketing, but in business in general. So I teach people how to create a magnet of a social media profile so that whether you're sleeping or not, people who as I call them, drive by, check you out on social media like we all do, know instantly if you are a remedy, a fix, a solution for what they've been looking for. So like I said, 10 years in business, a couple of businesses under my belt. And really, I think my favorite aspect of business, especially in coaching, network marketing, and in this online space, Kinsey, is that I started business with no business background. I'm a preschool teacher by trade. I was a stay-at-home mom when I jumped into network marketing. I'd never been on social media, not even MySpace from like eons ago, but I had an immense drive to change my current reality. And I dug my teeth into learning business, learning branding, learning marketing, learning social media. And I didn't let those things become excuses. And I run a life and experience life much differently than I did a decade ago. And it's because I was willing to go for it. I was willing to put myself out there. And social media in business today really allows anybody to capitalize on their voice, their passions, their giftings, and I'm all for it. Fun. Oh my gosh, thank you for that. I think there's so many things here that we could unpack, but I think I love what you said about no business background. I'm sort of on the opposite of that. I had specialized experience. I put so much money and time, almost killed myself. And I don't mean like that sounds dramatic, but I, it was a dark phase in my life when I was going and completed my master's in business administration. But I'm telling you that did uh, nothing for me in the online or business growth space. And so I love that you said that, that it is, if we're willing to do the work and put in the time and the energy, we can create a business out of our expertise. And I think this is something that you specialize in too. It's like really monetizing your message and really unleashing that within, because some people might be saying, well, I don't really have anything special to offer or really what is my message? And I'd be curious to know, what would you say to the people that are feeling a little lost in that discovery phase of who they are, what they have to offer? You know, I have a great story to lay out for this because it's so true. We don't recognize what our own genius is because it's so, it's so average to us, right? It's just, it's part of our fabric that we don't even see it, right? They say, well, like when you're too close to something, you, you can't make out what it is. And I think so often our genius, our giftings, the stuff that we're really good about, we just totally take for granted or we doubt that there's value in the marketplace. So just this last spring, a new to me client popped into my world, um, joined my year long program. 
And this was just at like a month into the whole COVID pandemic experience when, you know, people are panicking and businesses halting and people are wondering where they're going to, you know, what they're going to do. Right. And Megan comes in to uh, my world, into my coaching program, and she was a leader in a network marketing company. So in our first 30 minute coaching sessions, she's telling me like, I've been doing this. I'm, I'm good at it. Uh, it served me really well. She goes, but I just know there's more out there. And, and like, I know you have felt like that. We've had conversations about this, Kinsey, and this is exactly how I ended up in the work that I ended up doing. You just know that there's more out there. And, and I said, okay, you know, like I, I went to my whiteboard, got my big whiteboard out. I'm like, well, what skills do you have? Like, what can you do that other people might pay for? And I remember her like getting kind of quiet. And she's like, well, I recently discovered I can talk to dead people. And I was like, 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 boom, like, girl, like, people will pay for that. And of course, she's like, no, like, it's just something that I can do. I, I haven't been doing it for long. I'm, I'm not qualified. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the thing I think, Kinsey, most people think, well, I don't have the master's degree that Kinsey has. You know, I don't, I don't have the, like, credentials that say I am qualified to connect you to one of your passed away loved ones right and so with my encouragement I'm like no honestly and I had recently lost somebody very close to me and so I was speaking from experience like no girl like somebody will pay for that do you want to go into this work and it was so fun in a 30-minute session we created a service out of thin air and I taught her how to do a live video with a strong call to action. And by the end of a five minute live video, she booked three new clients at $150 each. And like, this is the beauty, Kinsey, like this is the beauty of like how people are making businesses of their zone. You literally, you have to have the cones. You know, you have to have the courage and you have to have the belief that what you do has value and somebody will pay for it. And then you simply just put it out there. You, you offer it and you invite people to be a part of what you do. And when you get results, man, when you get people results, they'll come back and then they'll, they'll start referring people, you know, they bring their friends. Oh my gosh. So powerful. I love this. I wanted to go back to this idea of we're made for more. And like, we both have the network marketing background. Mine was super brief, but I think a lot of us, and I know we attract a lot of people in the network marketing space. A lot of us go into network marketing because of like a certain void we want to fill. I think people will say it's financially, but a lot of it's right. Community wanting to provide a higher value, wanting to get out of some sort of circumstance, whether that's a J-O-B or whatever that looks like. And so we, you know, get into network marketing, but we realize like even within that, there's even more we want to do. And I think it is kind of that next step. And it feels messy when we think about how do I put myself out there? How do I put my gifts out there in a way that people will actually buy it and trust me enough and to invest in me. And so I love Megan's story because I think that, like you said, it requires the belief system. It requires the courage which I think this is where most people have that gap because they actually trick themselves into believing that they're not experienced enough yet. They don't have the credentials yet. And so they just perpetuate. And so I would love to unpack a little bit the belief system. And this is where 
you have really instilled in me the mindset component and the belief and completely rewired how I had, I guess, rewired my perspective in myself and in life. I would ask for my listeners, when we talk about the mindset and and recreating a new belief system for ourselves in order to be successful, in your case, you've created very successful businesses given this foundation of your mind, right? What, What is that wisdom that you would like to impart? Well, this is so funny. You, you are actually such a great example of this because when you and I met, you were like all in the corporate world and working on your master's. And it was like eat, sleep, breathe, like this big accomplishment, right? And then through knowing one another, then you know, I kind of I think I opened your eyes to the potential in network marketing. And so as you jump in network marketing, you know, you start to see that there's like more. And I know you started to get that feeling of more. And I mean, much like Megan's story, when you came into my programs, like, like instantly within a couple months, like, boom, you created a program, you launched it, you made four figures in your first coaching launch. I mean, like so good. And also there was so much mindset to evolve for you. And I often call this, and like you were like quintessential. It's like, you got to scrub the corporate out of yourself. And we have to scrub that out of one another. Because if you think about the corporate game, and this could be the J-O-B game, right? You go to school, you start at the bottom, you do a really good job, you acquire more skills, you know, you start to get those promotions. And then here you are finding yourself with a number of kids and working on your master's degree so that you can attain even higher. And you can't attain higher without the credentials, right? That's the classic J-O-B corporate world. But in this online space in which we actually provide a service based on our expertise, which expertise is not credential based in this world. And that's what's so important for people to understand. It is literally based on what you know, what you've been through, what you've experienced and your own research. I mean, honestly, girl, I never went to school for business. Everything I know about branding, marketing, business, social media, it's all self-taught or I paid through the nose, just like we do for college, for that knowledge from other experts, right? So to get back to the mindset, we have to scrub everything we've ever been told about how you achieve and what makes you valuable to the marketplace. We've got to scrub that out because it's almost a complete flip-flop. It's almost a complete flip-flop. And like, we can have a whole nother conversation about the flip-flop of the financials in going that way too, because there's a mindset there too. But, you know, one of the things that I'm constantly coaching those around me on is it's the mindset of belief more than anything, Kimsey. It's the mindset of belief. You have to at least believe that you can get results for somebody else. And it starts with like results for you, right? If you got yourself some results, now the next test is can you get those results for somebody else, right? You can lose 50 pounds yourself. Can you teach somebody else what you did and get them those same results? And then once you can do that, well, now you've got a testimonial, right? And you can start bringing in the asses. But how do we get that belief is like a constant practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right now I have an eighth grade girl in volleyball and she goes to practice each and every day as 
our kids do in sports. And if you think about your children, your experience in sports, how many of the monotonous moves we, pull, we do over and over and over, you know, basketball, the dribble, 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 you know, in volleyball, you know, the spike, the spike, the spike, the spike, the, you know, set, 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 we do this over and over and over because once isn't enough. And it's the same with our mind. You know, when you want to completely change the way our mind believes, scrub out the corporate, we have to be consciously like redirecting our thoughts, replanting our thoughts, you know, working on those. Cause like one day of like getting built up one podcast like this is not going to be enough to keep the corporate scrubbed out. It's always going to try and repop up. But here's what I know for sure, Kinsey, is that when you adopt the belief that there's no such thing as failure, you become unstoppable. There is such thing as making decision after decision after decision. See, so many people are afraid to make a decision. Why? Because they're afraid of doing something wrong. They're afraid of failing. But every decision, no matter which way you go in that fork in the road, it's going to present itself another decision, right? And so if you just remember that you just become a decision-making machine and a really quick one, that's kind of the antidote to failure. There, there really is no such thing. Yeah, you can flop royally. And I've got so many to share. But in each of those flops, I've learned something like huge, right? That I just take to the next fork in a road. And I use that wisdom, that experience, that knowledge to make a new decision. So good. I think the decision piece is a huge one. A lot of the clients that I speak with, they're so stuck in indecision. And it's, I think it's in thinking grow rich where they talk about the characteristics of wealthy people being decisive. And this is a skill that I've even really working to hone because I used to be so indecisive. And to your point, it was afraid to make a quote unquote wrong decision. So I'm, I'm so thankful for you pointing that out because it is a successful business owners, successful entrepreneurs make quick decisions and that's it. It, it, you know, it's, it, if we were to simplify it, it, this is what it is. And I think going back to scrubbing out of the corporate, it's again, unlearning so much of what we have been raised to believe or the society norms. Right. And so it's less about learning and more about unlearning and really stepping into that confidence with self. Something I wanted to mention too, when you say you just have to believe that you can get other people results, but this is, I think the gap is a lot of people don't have that belief in themselves and they think it's an external thing that can give them that. But what happens is what I'm seeing is people make offers and nobody's buying. And when I'm asking the question, well, do you believe in yourself that you have this really incredible service to provide? And the belief isn't there. And that energy, that's an output. And that's what you're getting back as validation, right? That belief system. And so it's really important that you're the only one that can build that belief system in yourself and really working on, I think, filtering those limiting beliefs, those thoughts that are occurring in your mind and continuously grooming them, right? Like gardening so that true. mind. And you know, there's so much messed up money mindsets in the world. And I see this, especially in network marketing, because that's like, like where for the first time, many people, and it was like that for me, you're like, asking for money. You know, you are exchanging something for money. You're asking somebody to pay you for something. And, and this is true. Even when we start selling our expertise, what gets in the way is 
sometimes like that belief in yourself, but like this, this like dog headed belief that like you're doing something wrong to somebody in taking money from them. Like this exchange is wrong. Like I'm having a hard time selling this product because I don't think she can afford it. Or I actually think it's too expensive or like I'm trying to sell my program for more, but like, I know it's more than most people want to pay. And I don't know if they see the value. And so we feel like people get stuck in this. I feel like I'm taking money from somebody. I'm doing something wrong. I'm taking money off the grocery budget or whatever. And that mindset is, blowing businesses out of the water before they even get a chance to float. And same with network marketing. Like most people just never get off the ground with that because they can't get over the exchange of currency. And what we really have to get to a point is as business owners, especially what we have to get to as business owners is a laser focused belief that I am offering something to you that I know will make your life richer. I know will make your life better. I know will get you to that hopeful transformation that you're looking at and wanting for the future. And it's not taking something from you. Like money paid for a service is actually a voluntary, it's a voluntary exchange that your client, your customer is making because they want what you have and there's always a trade of energy, whether it's just, you know, you and I, Kinsey, we sit in the patio on the back, you know, stoop and, and drink a cocktail at the end of the night and we're exchanging energy of enthusiasm, of inspiration. There's a trade there. But when I start offering you my expertise and I start offering you my coaches and I, my coaching and I start offering you my programs and you believe, you believe that it's going to get you where you want to go. You will take that energy of mine with an exchange of monetary currency. And that is like not doing something to somebody because you're taking money. They will gladly get out their credit card and practically throw it at you when they believe that you can get them where they want to go. Do you believe that you can get them where they want to go? Because the minute you believe, they'll believe. Like that's ultimately where like confidence has to come from. Kinsey, this, this was like, mind bending to me and a game changer when I realized that the way money hit my hands was when my potential clients, customers were confident that I could get them where they want to go. But how did they get confident? It's all built on mine. Yes. Oh, it's so all built on mine. Yes. So powerful. And this is a learned, this is a skill that we have to hone as entrepreneurs. This does not come naturally to most I'm so glad that you mentioned this because this is something that we talk about a lot. And this is something that may not even generally, I think is spread out there as far as like the belief around money. I think there's a lot of belief around money mindset, actually sabotaging businesses. <laughs> and so we could do a whole other episode on like all the money beliefs, but I want to, I want to uh, talk about the, uh, the decision I made um, to invest in you. And you are the first coach I've ever hired. And what happened was, gosh, was it last year, May, was it May of 2019? Was it 18, two, was 2018? Oh my gosh. And I was still stuck in corporate and it was shortly after, right. I had my third baby Quentin and I was, and I was actually before it was right after I'll never forget this is before you launched mastery, but I came to a lunch event that you were hosting. It was a mastermind 
And at the time I was still kind of dabbling in network marketing and still like trying to figure out what my expertise was. And I remember sitting at the table and I remember sobbing because I was like, I'm trying to do all the things. I'm not really moving the needle in any one thing, but all I know is I want out of corporate so bad. And I was sobbing. And I remember you looking at me and you were like, you just got to pick one thing and you got to double down. And shortly after you launched mastery and I remember, um, being on the phone with you and you were like, girl, like it's time, it's time. And let's link arms and do this together. And, um, it's funny cause I hadn't invest any amount of money in, in anything other than the traditional educational system. And my business was making zero money. <laughs> I had no business. And so going to my husband, who's very, logically brained. In fact, he has his master's in finance. You can imagine that that conversation was kind of funny, but I, I remember coming to him with a belief again, that I was made for more. My life was meant for more than just, you know, clocking in, clocking out this, the corporate golden handcuffs, literally that's how it was. And I remember looking at him and I was like, I know it makes zero sense to invest in something that's making me no money right now, but I, I had, this is it. This is what I need. I need the mentor. I need the coach that's going to take me to where I want to go. She's built what I want to build. And, and this is where I want to head, you know? And I remember looking at, him, he's like, yeah, he's like, I trust you. And so we did it. We locked arms in what month after that, maybe I launched my first program, but it was the decision I made. Well, the investment, right? The investment piece to de the decision I made in myself and the confidence and the belief that I wanted to grow. So maybe it wasn't, you know, like growing confidence and belief is like an evolving, it's an infinite journey, but I knew that I needed to really hone that and build that for myself. And so it's been such a, a journey. And so I owe it to you really helping me, you know, six months later, I walked away from corporate. And that was a really pivotal moment in my life. And so I would really love to hear your experience, even from your standpoint, when you hired your first coach, because I get this a lot. It's like having, what do they say? Like a steak diet on a cheeseburger budget. Like tell us what your experience was when you hired your first coach and what that was like. Yeah, shoot. It was like 2012. I had been in network marketing for two, you know, for a year and a half, two years, something and I had had a really great start in network marketing. I had gotten myself into a position where I was, I was on the cusp of six figures. I was making way more than I ever would make as a preschool teacher, working far less, right? Like I, I got this taste of like what running your own life really could be like. And I was far enough in that I knew I was never going to be employable ever again. But I was also at this stalemate. I was, I was in a place where I wasn't having any fun anymore in network marketing. I was at a place where I realized that I had built my entire organization and my brand and presence around copying what other people had done. Copying the language, copying the messages, copying the posts even. And I mean, it worked, but I realized I was at a place where it worked to get me here. But like, dude, if I'm going to go any farther, I'm going to have to actually be myself. I'm going to actually have to figure out how to run a business. I'm going to have to become a legit business-minded marketing person, right? 
and I didn't know how to do it. And I also recognized that everything, all the people, the mentors, the leadership that I'd gotten that got me here, that's as far as I was going to get on all my like inside the company sort of training, right? I just, I just had this feeling like I can't go any farther. And so I hired my first business coach and I remember I sat down over coffee with him knowing I was going to hire him. He was still like interviewing me, but I knew, I didn't know what his price was, but I knew I was going to do it. Like I just, this is him. This is what I'm going to do. And then he dropped his price. Right. And I don't mean like dropped it, lowered it. I mean like, and here's what it'll cost you, my friend. And I remember having the knee-jerk reaction that we all have. I can't afford that, right? And it didn't come out of my mouth. Like I was, I was having this dialogue. Like I remember looking at it going, you knew it wasn't going to be something you were comfortable with, Heather. Like, let's be honest. You knew it wasn't going to be a comfortable, easy number to do. Like you're wanting somebody to teach you how to do six figures and then multiple six figures and beyond. And I remember looking at that number thinking, quick math says I absolutely can afford this, but I don't want to afford it. And I think, Kinsey, if we're being honest with ourselves, we never want to afford this kind of thing. It's easy to afford college. Everybody says, go and rack up debt. It's totally fine. You can pay it off for the next 40 years. But when it comes to like putting money into a business, and just like you said, that hasn't made you any money yet, putting your money into an idea you have, this hope that you have, this dream that you have, our society totally looks down on that. And so that was, you know, that was the conversation I was having. I don't want to afford this, but I don't see another way. And I think that's where we have to really look like, if not this, then what's your other plan? And like, when I sit down and talk to people like you that come into my programs, I'm like, dude, if I'm not the right girl for you, totally fine. Let me help you find somebody. Because if it's not this, you're just going to go back to searching YouTube tomorrow morning. You know, are you just going to go back to listening to the free podcasts again? Because that's gotten you here and you're in front of me wanting more. It's going to require more of you and it's not going to be comfortable. None of it is. Right. And so I hired him, of course. I hired him. But here's what's funny. This is like my this is my favorite part of this. I hired him wanting him to teach me how to like close like a rock star. Like if I could just close everybody in front of me my business take off right and in our first meeting he's like what are your goals I'm like wait what like let's just get to the like closing scripts and he's like no let's back up like how's your relationship with your kids how's your relationship with your spouse how's you know like what books are you reading and I remember thinking no I want to get to the part where you teach me how to make money and that was a really pivotal eye-opening learning experience that I have taken into all of my coaching going forward because this is what we all want. Give me the quick fix. Teach me how to turn this investment into right now money because I'm so desperate, right? But everything we do means that we have to step back and start from a strong foundation. It's the same thing. My little one in volleyball, all of our kids in sports. Like I know you want to dunk like Jordan, but first we got to start with the dribbles ad nauseum, right? And that's the way it is for everybody. It is that way for everybody. And so I started from scratch. I read all the books he told me to read. You know, I started working on my marriage. And what do you know? I became a better human, 
a stronger human, a mentally strong human. And over time, then when he started teaching me the sales scripts, the closing scripts, they were easy, easy to do because I had the belief. I had the mental baggage that could allow me to use those skills he taught me successfully. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that. Cause I do think same thing, like, right. People always want the strategies. They want all the doing, but they are not checking in with the being. And even if you have the perfect strategy, if we laid out the perfect strategy, the step-by-step process for becoming a millionaire in the next year, even if we were to give the, and you were still operating from an old belief system or a belief system that is not serving you, you will never get there. So it's really important that you create that foundation, not only from a mindset piece, but like you said, the marriage, the family, how is your house, right? How is your home life? What is happening within the four walls of your home? Because if that is rocky, nothing else matters. And I do think a lot of women entrepreneurs go through this cycle of feeling like I'm not doing enough in my business. And sometimes I'll ask the question and I discover, well, their home life is shaky. And it's almost like they need that permission to like back off and refocus. And that is the most important thing. And you know, this as a mom, right? Like really giving that energy to our kids, our family and understanding that that comes first. But I think a lot of entrepreneurs, women especially, right, have a really hard time prioritizing. And so, and it's also like understanding the indicators of that. What's showing up for me in my life right now that is giving me this sign that I need to shift my focus, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's like a whole nother podcast, mm-hmm. but, but that's the truth of the matter. Like if you, if you aren't right up here, because everything is energy, how you pitch your products, how you show up on social media, how you show up on a live video, you know, how you present your products. It all comes down to your confidence in what you do. Mm -hmm. And a rocky marriage can affect that loss, grief, you know, just running on autopilot, exhaustion, um, being drained in a day job. All of these things can create in you an energy that says, I'm just, I'm here. I want the money. I want to get out of corporate. You know, I want to be a rock star, but uh, I really don't have the energy for it. And so I'm going to go through, you know, and that's what we do. We start going through the motions. That gets so many people. I get so many people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We could talk forever on this, but let's wrap up a little bit. I, there's so much here. I think really just understanding that the mindset piece comes first. I actually saw a post in the Facebook group and it was a woman who was like, is mindset really everything? Like I said, even if you have the perfect strategy, if you're operating from a bad mindset, that strategy will never work for you. And then I think also really just stepping into the gift, right? Stepping into your expertise, owning that confidence, knowing that that will grow with action. You really taught me this is really, you don't get clarity by just sitting, right? You get clarity by taking action and really understanding that action creates more clarity and creates the confidence that you need. And that was something that you definitely instilled in me. Okay. So a couple rapid fire questions for you. And I haven't told you these. I just like to hear what comes top of mind for you. So best book you've ever read? Uh, gosh, it's funny. What? Okay, here's what comes first. The Gifts of Imperfection. Oh. Um, but that's for me because I really had a lot of perfection in me. That's a Brene Brown. That's a Brene Brown I read before Brene Brown was even known as Brene Brown. The Gifts of Imperfection. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like business-minded... 
the power of now. Mm. Uh, power of now is an Eckhart Tolle, I believe, and I read it all the time. So good. Share a limiting belief you've had about yourself that you've had to overcome as a business owner. I'm not good enough. I don't have the right credentials. Who am I? You know, that, that was always, and I'm a shy introvert by nature. And so, you know, just my personality says eyes are on you and they know you're not who you say you are. Mm. And that has always had to be something I've had to address from just walking into somebody's backyard barbecue to walking on a stage to just showing up for a, a coaching call, you know, that, that belief, do I really know what I'm talking about? Like, am I really worth what I just charged her? Or is she going to find out she just paid a fraud? And, you know, the, the only way that I've ever overcome that, and I say overcome because it's not overcoming, it, it revisits all the time. I always revisits. But now I just keep reminding that's not true because of this example, this example, this example. And I, it, it's like that override. It's like that constant practice of rewriting the mind and the thoughts. I have to constantly say, no, that's not the truth. And here's my supporting evidence. You know, you have to build your supporting evidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So good. Best time management tip for busy entrepreneur moms be ready before you wake up the next morning, you know, like know what you're going to do tomorrow before you go to bed, because otherwise we're waking up in the morning going, eh, what do I need to do today? I better figure that out. We've just wasted an hour and a half that could have been used for productivity. So I'm a big believer of like planning ahead, thinking ahead and being ready when your feet hit the ground in the morning. Okay. When you first said that, I was like, I got to get ready before I go to bed. But there are times where I'll sleep in my workout gear. If I wake up early to go to the gym, I'll just wake up and go. So that's, well, I'm looking at my business day tomorrow, yeah. right? What needs to get done tomorrow? This is like the last thing I do. And I'm looking ahead to the kids. What needs to be done for tomorrow? What food am I going to be prepping for tomorrow, making for tomorrow, right? You know, what chores need to be done tomorrow? This is all like I'm running through it before I go to bed, before I even close up shop for today. So that when I wake up, there's no, there's no wondering what's, what's on the agenda today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So good. If you had to start your business all over again, what's the first thing that you would do? Ooh, you know what? The first thing I would do is get crystal clear on how I pitch to my audience. Mm -hmm. Like that's the one thing that gets in people's way. They create some little title pitch, you know, like I'm a unicorn in sales. Um, but that doesn't tell your audience what results you can get from them. So first things first is get really crystal clear on what your target market actually wants to achieve what results you can get for them and then be able to articulate that like in like eight words or less. Love it. Okay. Morning bird or night owl? Morning, hands down all the way, all day. Oh my gosh. So good. All right, girl, this was so fun. And I know you are working on something new and exciting. You have an upcoming challenge, right? Do you, are you able to spill some deeds on that? I have some fun stuff in the works. I think I might've said at the top of here, you know, one of my specialties is helping people create a magnetic profile. And what I found is there's really five points to a magnetic profile that brings new leads and new followers to your door on autopilot. And I'm putting together a 14 day challenge that will be launching next month. Sales letter, sales page, all the funnels not up yet, but you can be on the lookout for that. That's 
my project happening in the moment. But you can find me on heatherquizzle.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm over 40, which means I'm still mostly Facebook. (laughs) And I have a free planning template for those of you who struggle with social media and struggle to know what to post, when to post, how freaking often to post. I've made it really simple. And this is a system that I use. I put everything through a template that I can get on my phone, copy, paste, pre-batched all that stuff. So if, if being organized in social media and being on top of that branding and marketing game is something you struggle with, you can find help for that for free at heatherquizzle.com forward slash planner. I'm guessing you'll put that in the show notes. Yep, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put um, that and of course your website and uh, you have a free group too, right? Yeah, yeah. High impact, high income for coaches, leaders, and business owners in Facebook. And I just pour in just my teachings, my coachings, uh, for those who want to get it for free. So good. I'll include all the links in the show notes. I am so just grateful and honored to know you and that you would spend your time with me today. And just thank you for the impact that you've had on my life and so many women. I know probably a lot of my listeners already know you and have experienced your wisdom in some form or fashion. And so thank you for putting such a big imprint in, in this community, in this industry, and just love you dearly. And thank you for being here. (laughs) Oh girl, I'm going to love on you for a minute because I think that you, you, you often don't realize how much greatness and how much impact you have done in such a short amount of time. You said something to the effect of, you know, the teachings that I gave you, you know, changed your life, but you also changed my life. And that's how, you know, you've got a really good coach, mentee, mentor relationship is when as a coach, you learn just as much, if not more, from those that you're coaching. And you have always been one of the most um, quickest to implement, highly coachable people that I've ever had the joy of working with. And as a girlfriend, girl, you're like bar none. So much love. To love you. you. All right, girl. We will have you on for a second edition of podcast for sure. Any day. All right. Chat soon. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.